This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We're 15 minutes away from 8 o'clock here on Pacific Flare. Ben Francis and Peter, Peter Alatini in uh, on the show for you. The show is brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Now, Peter, I remember when Moana was initially announced, and I know there was quite a rush assembling the squad and felt maybe heading into year two there was a bit more time to whether bring guys back from overseas or try a couple of other different things, but they relatively had most of the same squad this year compared to last year. might have been a couple mm. in and outs. Uh, so I did some number crunching because, uh, of course, uh, Moana is targeted a lot at the Tongan and the Samoan mm. players, and this is based on the squad's name for the November internationals last year. Mm. So the 30 guys named in the Tongan squad, 13 of those were New Zealand-based, although three were just the NPC level, so over half the squad based in other countries like England, France, mm. Japan. For Samoa, just 10 of the 30. I think mm. the majority of theirs were uh, based in uh, France. But I kind of look at some of the guys who are out there and guys who have played in New Zealand before, and I'm, I'm looking at like a Sam Lousy, for mm. example, or like a Stephen Tua, and I'm thinking like, man, no, no disrespect to the guys that are there now, but you bring guys like that in, Moana might potentially have a couple of wins on the board. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's no question about that. You know, you think about the talent that's involved in both those teams, even to have a Charlie Pitao or Malakai yeah. Fekitoa, um, and you've named a few too. I think Vaya Fafita's overseas, you know. These guys are still running around really well. Um, that'll be, I think that, that'll be awesome in, in terms of being able just to uplift the brand of the Moana. Um, and we, we heard about when, when you spoke about what Aaron Major was talking about and creating pathways. Because the competition for these kids, for these young kids to pick Moana as a genuine pathway is still competing very strongly with all the New Zealand franchises and the rugby league. And then on top of that, other countries that, that open pathways like the Japans, like the France. Yeah. So, and, and you know, a lot of those players, it is uh, the, the financial difference between probably playing over there and here is, is too much. You know, it's, it's quite a gap. And for, for a lot of them, they, they talk about pretty, um, looking after their families and, and other responsibilities they have. So that's always on, on the end of their mind. I think ideally, I'd say a lot of them would love to come back and, and really help out the minor and, and, and get their, their brand going and, and get the franchise going. But, um, yeah, they, they, I'm not sure whether – is it a, like a financial stake that needs to really come in to, to really resource it up? Um, I know, you know, it's, it's, it is – Pretty difficult as well to be Tonga and Samoa because, you know, it's kind of as Moana, whereas you, we can see the success of, of what the Drew is going through and, and just being only uh, Fijians. So a um, couple of those questions, but I do, I think there is still a lot of opportunities for young because there's so many young boys that come up that do not go through the pathway of New Zealand, but um, but we just got to make sure that it's more it's, it's just as attractive to play in the pathway going to Moana. Do you think, and I, I don't know, I tried looking into it to see some of these guys who have contracts overseas, and I know with New Zealand rugby they try in them in years like 2023 after the World Cup and all that. So say say some of these guys have these contracts finishing at the end of their current seasons. Do you think this was probably going to be a real opportunity for Moana to potentially try and nick a couple of these players back? Because they probably think we've had five, six years overseas now, maybe mm. it is time to come back to New Zealand and 
give it another, one more crack here. I think it's an attractive option for some guys that, that have, like you said, five, six years over there, um, maybe got a young family, want to come back, relocate back home to grow, you know, for their kids to grow back in, in New Zealand. Um, if that's if that's probably some of those guys that are out there, then yes, I think Moana would be, you know, um, uh, targeting some of those guys just to keep keep that, uh, like we said, the experience base. So we, probably the guys just to hand on down to, to the younger boys to really, um, understand professionalism, even more so guys that are overseas because they come with a different lens as well to those that have been in New Zealand for a long time, come with probably different ideas, different ways of, of doing things that uh, may just kind of spur on the development of the kids that, that are growing um, in New Zealand. I'm not. I'm not going to have a dig at Aaron Major, the coach. I, I'm not going to, and I'm, I'm using this purely from what I've heard with with the Warriors mm. being thrown out, for example. And so many people say the Warriors have needed a coach for so many years who understands the culture. Now, I don't know Aaron Major's background, and he might have an understanding mm. of the culture. But do you do you think that maybe look? This, Let's be honest. There's going to be lots of. There's going to be a coaching merry-go-round starting, mm. based on the reports that there's going to be a lot of Super Rugby teams looking for new coaches. Mm. Aaron Major could potentially go to the Crusaders. <laughs> I'm just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. So, do you think that could be an opportunity to get a coach in? Let's say, I know another one that's based overseas, but like a Pat Lamb, for mm. example. I'm not not doesn't have to be him, but someone that probably has a bit more of a, a repertoire with some of these players who are a part of the minor Pacific side. Yeah, look, uh, it's a tough one because as is, as has been overseas and he's come back, he's played, um, he's done. Super Rugby here. I, in terms of culture, as is very, very cultured in, in, in that way. I suppose just it's just a mix of, of just being a little bit different with, you know, we're talking about Pacific Affair. We don't want to see the same kind of plan that, that all the New Zealand franchises are playing in. Yeah. And, and what was really exciting in the weekend was we saw a bit of that, that kind of flair when when the ball, uh, especially when our big boys broke the line, um, we kept continuity. The, the forwards were coming up short balls and, and just going through the middle and some great pick and goes through the middle. So there is a factor of just making sure it's embedded into, in our Pacific way of playing, understanding the time. So I'm on, uh, game is quite robust, it's quite physical. So, um, but, but it would be quite good. You track someone like Pat Lamb will be fantastic, you know, with his track record and, and understanding the route and playing for Samoa and, and then just, I mean, he loves the poly boys, right? Because he signs nearly all of them wherever he goes, <laughs> to, especially at Bristol. So, yeah, look, interesting times going forward, but I think it's it'll be definitely something they'll look at as, as they look to improve in, in, in the seasons to come. I was going to ask you a very broad question, but I'll narrow it down slightly. Still broad, <laughs> but a bit more narrower. If you could if you could go think of all the, the guys who would be available, if you could pick one forward and one back to potentially bring back, I know, I know it's probably put, it's putting you on the spot, but there, uh, there are a lot of names there that you think would actually help Moana Pacifica. I think, um, what's his name? You, you mentioned him before, that's at Bristol as well. Uh, Luatua? Luatua, I reckon, yeah. would be quite good. He's, um, I think he had good rapport back here with all the boys and, and he'll be quite influential and he's got good leadership. I think that, that'll be one. And probably um, someone like probably... Um, Pito in the backs I, I think um, he's still carving up and <laughs> making people look silly in England um, something like that and he's and I know him um, just before uh, in Pakuranga when he's just so good with the boys and he's always, he was always one to learn as a youngster but I can just see him being a real good mentor to some of these young boys coming through Yeah and I don't like kind of bringing it back to the whole league context but we, we hear in rugby league as well that you know if you've got some of these like the, the big name guys playing for the team it's probably going to Attract the, the younger the younger players more to it. They're going to be like, oh no, how cool is that? We're going to having this guy yeah. at, the, at this team, and you think I want to be like him now because you probably get to see more of him. Absolutely, and it's and it's so much 
it's probably the one thing is seeing them uh, the way um, you know they play and stuff. But I think being, being alongside him and learning on learning off him is in terms of their professionalism and training, the professionalism you know on and off the field, um, how to probably articulate. Um, talking and networking with people outside of the game, you know, all those little things probably uh, are key aspects, I think, in, in attraction for Moana going forward. And especially because there is a lot of good kids, there's no doubt about it, there is a whole heap of talent. And you've seen it in league as well with, with the 20s, and, and there's just as much in rugby. Um, and then there's just a few where, unfortunately, you know, they're, they're probably, depending on backgrounds and where they are, they, they, they kind of tend to kind of don't have the support to go forward but if we can capture some of those with a Moana kind of uh, you know um, kind of academy or schooling around that space we'll maybe be able to build that up to, so that we can have a good you know uh, a huge base for, for these kids to go through and, and hopefully you know into big and better things Now now coming up this week uh, Moana faced Queensland Reds mm. uh, they've had their own struggles this season yes. just, just the two wins so Heading it, and then after they've got the bye. So, will we be here sitting here in these chairs next week <laughs> celebrating that win? Well, that's what I'm hoping, Benny, because they've got a real opportunity. I know it'll be really special for those boys, you know, um, being back in the islands, um, especially obviously the Samoan boys. Oh, it's, it's, it's in the islands. It's in the islands. Sorry, stupid question. <laughs> it's in the islands. So, that's why I was just seeing um, pics of their. Um, on the on the ground, the first training back in Samoa, the boys look like at home. But uh, I'd say the heat will be still will be still strong, which I suppose the Reds don't mind that. But it'd be interesting because I saw the, watched a little bit of the Reds game, and, and they were just in patches. Um, you know, obviously hit hard by injuries, but not the, the same Reds of you know they have been the last couple of years under Brad Thorne. So um, it will still be tough. But I'm hoping that the spur of, of playing back in the islands. Um, the boys being together that week over the islands, you know, seeing the families, being seeing the support will really um, get them over the line this weekend. I'm guessing for lots of these young guys as well, it's probably their first time actually probably yeah. playing a professional game in the islands, That's so right. it, will, it will mean that much more to them. Absolutely, and and I'm pretty, you know, with a crowd in Samoa, I've played in there. They're awesome when they're on your sides, and <laughs> not so much if you're in the opposition, which I was. But they they're fantastic, you know. They they live for their rugby, and, and especially in these. Uh, Big games like this. Um, I think the last one I remember there was a, there was a super game there, but more so the All Black game there was in Samoa. That, that you know the turnout for the from the people coming through. So hopefully this week we'll be sitting here going yes, and this time next week that we we were on the board. <laughs> now, finger, fingers crossed. Uh, Pete Alatini, thank you so much for your time tonight talking all things Moana Pacifica. I know it hasn't been easy, but uh, love the energy every week. <laughs> every time, but I've got to stay the faith. Right? Keep the faith, is it? <laughs> Keep the faith. That's exactly. It. Thanks, uh, Benny. Pacific Flair proudly brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Uh, I will be on air. We'll be back after 8 o'clock and we will be going until 10 o'clock. Plenty of things to cover off. We'll hear more about that after the break here on SENZ.